I'd like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at AskAmTorres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, MoneyMattersTopTips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Samantha Jackson on the line, who's a managing director and a registered principal over at Mass Mutual Greater Pacific. Samantha, welcome to the show. Hi, Adam. Thanks so much for having me. So I'm excited to get more into what you're doing over at Mass Mutual Greater Pacific. Um, but before we do that, let's get a little bit further into your background. So how did you get started in business and in your career? Absolutely. So to put it in a nutshell, I had kind of a crazy childhood upbringing, which really basically meant that my research, my resources were pretty limited. So I think when I was in my early 20s, I borrowed $400 from my sister to go to real estate school. The only thing I really knew at that time is that I didn't want to work for anybody else. Uh, I had punched a clock at a lot of different types of jobs to sort of make ends meet, and I just sort of knew that I would want being a little different. It worked out very well for me. The market was booming in the 2000s, and I was a hard worker. So within a year of the time of getting licensed in real estate, I had opened my own brokerage with a partner and then became the broker of that firm. Well, we all sort of know what came toward the end of 2000s there. So right around 2007, I got pretty lucky in that my business partner really wanted to buy me out of the business and take it a bit of a different direction, which we were both very much in agreement on. We parted ways. I was able to stay on as the broker of record to kind of help him out during that transition, and it gave me just the perfect opportunity to move into a different field at a time when residential real estate was obviously taking a, a huge turn. So I looked around and said, you know, what do I want to do with the rest of my professional life? And I just always had an interest in finance, probably having something to do with the way I was raised and the fact that there wasn't really an understanding of money or finance or how things worked. And that was really important to me. Everything I've learned about money has come from a mistake that I made surrounding finances. So... I said to myself, let me become an expert, let me help other people who are in business and other individuals, particularly women, really, really understand money and the relationship we should have with it. So that led me to financial services, and that was about 12 years ago now, and I love it. Wow, what an amazing story, and uh, you're obviously a go-getter, um, and I don't use that term lightly, but just to, to Start in real estate, then become a broker within a year, even if it was two years after the paper, after the ink on the paperwork was dry. That's an amazing accomplishment. Um, so I, I get what you're doing, and I know how, how difficult that work is to do. Um, that being said, you know, there's some younger entrepreneurs, and I like the fact that you bring up um, really wanting to help women on, on, on different levels. And there's some entrepreneurs that are listening right now, or maybe they're new college grads, and they're just getting started, and they're thinking about a career um, in finance, in financial services specifically. Um, what kind of advice would you give to that, new, that newbie that's really kind of just brand new and thinking about going down that path as a career? You know, I think this 
advice would probably apply to anyone who's starting out, but I think having a real plan and really know it, knowing what you're getting into is really, really key. We hear people talk a lot about ideas, you know, things they find fun and interesting that they would like to pursue, but often that very same person, when I circle back maybe as a mentor, you know, starting that relationship and conversation and say, okay, how's that going? I've often give them, given them a little bit of homework, and typically speaking, they haven't done that homework. So what I would say is, first and foremost, do your homework. If you're interested in something, dive in. It, it doesn't cost anything but your, your time, which is, of course, very valuable. But to read every single thing you can about any particular topic that you're trying to get into and have you know, a mentor or someone that cares about your interests, wants you to succeed, to constantly check in with, who will tell you the truth. Like, frankly, if you don't stop watching Netflix all day, I'm not sure you're ever going to accomplish <laughs> X, Y, and Z, that type of thing. So just having a, a support system, people that love you, that you respect, who are living the type of lifestyle personally and professionally that you want to have, and following that path. As far as finance specifically, the only thing I would really say about that is the fun stuff, putting together the plan, sitting in front of the client, making their financial dream a reality is just a byproduct of the true job itself, which is meeting people and seeing people. So you really have to ask yourself, am I truly a people person? Can I be told no? hundreds of times and get back up that 101st time. That is the quality that has to exist to excel in a world where people tend to want to put things off, right? I can deal with my finances later. So if you have that personality type and you love getting into the fun stuff, putting together a plan, executing and holding people accountable to what they told you they wanted financially, this can be just a fantastic world for you. So that that would probably be my advice as far as that's concerned. Man, that's great advice. Uh, let's switch it up a bit, Samantha. I want to get into what you're doing over at Mass Mutual Greater Pacific. So first, uh, tell us a little bit more about the company, please. So here at Mass Mutual Greater Pacific, we are seven locations that span across three counties. So we're in LA, where I'm at, we're also in San Diego and Orange County, and what we do specifically is we seek out financial advisors who have built a practice already, and they're looking to take that business to another level. So it might mean help with the growth and expansion of their practice, but it could also mean a succession plan, right? An advisor that is looking to try and understand what the value of their business is and how they might wind that down over a period of time. Ironically, we're all in the business of advi as advisors of giving financial advice. Sometimes we're the very people that don't have our own oxygen mask secured, right? So really, really seeking out those advisory practices that are in place that need more support. And what we do is we simply invest in those practices to help that advisor, that team of advisors, get to the place where they truly have a business of their dreams. They're very happy, and as a result, their clients are very happy. So, you know, advisors, they want to have their own personal freedom. That's why we come into this business. But sometimes we quickly feel like we're completely tethered to that practice, and there's no breaking out of that. We can coach and develop those people 
into getting the right players on the team, right, the right people in the right positions to take some of that stress and pressure off the advisors so we can spend our time time doing what we love to do, right, which is advising our clients. So that's what we actively look for and do, and we'll, you know, bring in those advisors, put them on our platform, make them a part of our family, and give them the tools to succeed. Sometimes that's personal coaching, too, but that's that's specifically what we look to do across those three counties and have been doing it for a number of years with great success, so we love it. So, Samantha, I know this is going to uh, vary from advisor to advisor that you bring on from practice to practice, and everyone's going to be different and have the different thing. Um, but I do know after, you know, working with a lot of different advisors and bringing on different practices uh, into what you're doing, um, that certain themes arise. So, because I'm convinced that a lot of people that are listening to this don't necessarily know that they need um, to do certain things like seek out individuals like yourself to help them to um, really take their business to the next level. Because when you're in that business, when you're in that picture, they don't really know that they're being overrun by certain things. So what what are some of the um, themes that you have found in the past um, have been pretty common among some of the advisors that you brought onto the platform and that you've been able to help them with? You know, our firm has done something incredible that I've actually not seen anybody else in this industry do, do, and that's they did a productivity study, and it's run over a number of years, I think for seven years at this point. Our CEO, Paul Justin, is someone who put that into place, and it was to track specifically, as I said, the productivity of each and every advisor, where do they struggle the most, and the thing that continually bubbles to the surface in that study over all these years now is advisors who are surrounded by a support staff have a level of success that's absolutely unmatched. I mean, we will see productivity productivity, excuse me, grow incredibly simply because you have some people that have a vested interest in your practice and they're working with you every day. So all that paperwork, all that minutia, it's not just hire an assistant, it's let's find someone that's a match for your personality who maybe compliments you, right? You know, an advisor might be great at talking with people, but they're not so great at the little details having to do with all the, the teeth we have to cross and I's we have to dot in this business. So it's about finding them, that person, will help them hire, train, and develop those individuals to surround them and take some of that stress and pressure off those areas of their business. We do the same thing in areas of marketing and all different types of strategy depending on what that specific advisor wants to accomplish in their practice. But the number one thing that we see time and time again within that study is support staff and not just any staff, but a strong staff member that complements that advisor or advisor team. Man, that makes so much sense, and I think the two the two big buzzwords there are productivity and marketing, and and then of course the support staff um, behind it. So without those things, and um, it, it's really hard for an advisor to scale um, long term. So I, I love that you brought those up, which are kind of some of the fundamentals, but uh, the reason they're important to say is because I know there's some people right now listening to this that are thinking to themselves, "Oh yeah, I wish I had that." <laughs> um, so yeah, Samantha, it's a hard decision to make, right? 
It's a very hard decision. Um, so that being said, if somebody is listening to this right now and they want to learn more about what you do, Samantha, and more about um, Mass Mutual Greater Pacific, uh, what's the best way um, for them to reach out? Certainly easy to find me, Samantha Jackson, on LinkedIn and Facebook. Uh, you can also find out a little bit more about the firm using our website, which is greaterpacific.massmutual.com. And if somebody who is an advisor in the industry or maybe even someone who's just looking to grow a different type of business and would like a little support, I know a lot of people, I've grown a lot of connections in the area. I'm always, you know, very willing to send somebody in the direction they need to get in to reach their goals. They can even email me, just Samantha Jackson at financialguide.com. I'm always happy to help someone, especially someone who came into business like I did, have, you know, an opportunity that maybe wasn't so readily available to me. So, love to be that support. That's awesome. Well, hey, Samantha, really appreciate you um, coming on the show today and sharing more about your background and also all the great work you're doing. Um, and to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. I'll leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. Share this with your friends and family. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. Uh, I really do appreciate it, so it does mean a lot to me. And, Samantha, thanks again for coming on the show.